podcast informs listeners that the views, thoughts, and opinions expressed solely belong to the host and not necessarily to their employer or any other group of individuals. It is not a research report. It is not a recommendation to buy or sell any security. It is for informational purposes only and should not be construed otherwise. Good afternoon, guys. It's February 27, 2020, and tonight's article is to discuss about how you should situate your position, your portfolio, when the markets are tanking. Just last few days ago, the market has fallen about 6% in the S&P 500. So rather than make assumptions, my advice is to make integrations. Today's article um, will show to you a paragraph written by Mr. David O.L. He wrote this, and I'll read it to you. Discipline is good, but it isn't sustainable. There will be days where discipline is broken, and this is why most people who are rich integrate their tasks into their lives. Here is how it works. Integration is structuring your environment and time to force you to do certain tasks. A young millionaire does this for workouts by having a gym in his house. At the time stipulated for workouts, he has a workout group that shows up to his house. By the time those swans show up to his house for a workout session, he has to join them. They hold him accountable for his decision to have a workout session at the time set aside for it. Integration is organizing your environment and schedule to make default decisions. You have to decide or choose to do something every day with discipline. With the integration, you make no decisions. You are forced to do it. Integration is a combination of creating a system that cancels all barriers to doing the task, creating an effective system that keeps you accountable. It is how the rich get going when the walk is difficult, rather than regular people often trusting their discipline and it fails. Integration makes the rich richer because it keeps them going when it gets difficult and depressing. In a lot of cases, success is a product of consistency. Now, why do I share this? It's because I created a system. And I have said to most of you that, number one, you need to have a cost averaging system. So assume that you are depositing $1,000 into your account. It's coming to March now. So you have about $3,000. About $2,000 was deployed out of your $12,000. Let's assume that you are the worst investor in the world and your $2,000 is now down 25%. So you are down roughly $500. This is the worst scenario, but I took a look at our picks and not any, I mean, not to say that we are good or bad, but some of our picks went well, some of our picks didn't do well. And you would have been up around 25% if you had held our winning picks, such as NVIDIA, Zoom, Telaria and so forth, but you'd have lost about 10 or 20% if you have kept our genetic sequencing picks, which is CRISPR-Cas9, scientific games, which is an online sports betting game, and so forth. So the point here is that there will be winners and losers, but notice that the reason why you will be able to keep on investing is because every month you are supposed to deposit $1,000 into your account and only cost average a thousand dollars so 500 in a, the worst case your two thousand uh, dollars was eradicated five hundred dollars or 25 percent in a single two-month time frame 
500 divided by $12,000 is around, what's that, two and a half? Is it two and a half percent? No, sorry. 5% of 12,000 is 600. Tama, okay. So it's less than 5%. So the point here that I'm making is that by by already giving an integrated system, the system that we have taught you effectively doesn't mean that you don't have to be disciplined. It just made you um, aware that we aren't um, we aren't betting on you being so disciplined. As long as you are depositing a thousand dollars, deploying a thousand dollars every month, then that twelve thousand dollar journey for the year is intact. Uh, that is what integration means, rather than being good in predicting what the market will do tomorrow. So let's um, give thorough examples. There is a panic time these. These, these days, and people who do not have systems will get revealed that they don't have a system. And in order to get their long-term returns because they don't have a system, they will inevitably have to wait longer to get their perceived outcome. How are we going to make sure that you are prepared in case the market actually falls further? Am I aware that the market will fall 20% further down the road? Actually, we always say that preparation is better than prediction. This is a cliche I keep repeating again and again, but let's give you a thorough example. Now, everyone loves Disney for their long-term portfolios. How do we handle any potential drawdown in case Disney drops to 100 or 90? Will there be 25% drops soon or never? Given we're planning 2020 long-term and it will really be a possibility that there will be less traffic in Disney parks, a hesitation on the new CEO Bob Shepek, we're already posting the following. 3% of your portfolio to be bought at 107, while range trading a sell at 130 to 140 within the next 6 to 12 months. No aggressive selling is needed, just range trading. The cash you sell at 130 is the same cash you buy at 100 or 110. Until the virus breaks, while holding and maintaining your long-term weights capped maximum at 10% of your portfolio for one individual name. So what should you do if you like a secular long-term winner but you're faced with short-term headwinds? Your approach should never change. As we said, never add on losers. Assume you have 3% weight allocated on Roku with a cost of 130. With the the impending possibility of possibly going to 100, any rallies near 125 are to be sold with the same proceeds to be bought either at 100 or 80 bucks. With long-term winners likely to get hit, some would take comfort holding cash, which is why some people would sell great earnings news like Square tonight at 80 to 85 levels. However, these are less important names to be sold given they show winning performances and attitude despite coronavirus fears. How much cash is really necessary? This is a matter of yin and yang. This is a very subjective question. 25-50% to 50% cash is good enough for investing long-term portfolios. It need not be 100%. We are not trading portfolios who, not, who wants to go in and out exaggeratedly, exaggeratedly having 75% or 90% cash levels because traders deploy buybacks on the market sooner and faster than long-term portfolios. We need to have a healthy amount of respect for risk. That is all. Raising cash exposures is integrated in any system of higher volatility. Thank you.